And remember that we are not descended from fearful men. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Military industrial The Helen and Alex Show. The, the Kellen, Kellen and, Alex. and Alex Show, right? <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Kellen and Alex Show. Anthony, welcome to the podcast. Sup. And Coco host, Jocelyn, and we also got in our audience, Mike and Chris. Let's go. In the great go. state of Michigan. Woo-hoo. First topic. Oh, the dear. debate last weekend. Very, yes, very, very, yes. very good up. debate. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I didn't what, know. What it. was the motion before we get farther on it? Uh, this house believes that the American experiment has failed. So, mm-hmm. for those who didn't know, for our millions of viewers that are listening right now, um, <laughs> I had no idea what that meant, and so I didn't know what the presenters were going to go off of. I had no idea were they going to talk about our government? Were they going to talk about society? They were going to talk about. I had no idea because I had no idea what American experiment meant. Um, I guess. Well, my guess was it would be some sort of structure, some sort of either governmental structure or societal structure. I had no idea, but apparently it went all back to like the Constitution, everything or whatever. That's, that's what the what, affirming side. That's what the yeah, affirming yeah, side yeah. said. Yeah. All right. Initial thoughts, Anthony. Without hearing the motion at all, but I mean for the first time, rather, this House believes the American experiment has failed. You can't. Say, Do you agree you or disagree? Say, you can't say no for an answer. Okay, then yes. It would have to be my own opinion <laughs> at that point. So why do you think the American experiment has failed? Because Joe Biden is our president. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yes, thank you, Mike. It's really funny because, well, like, I don't even... I I feel we like, could go into the election and how there's a lot of problems involved, but that's another topic, I'm going to guess. You know what's funny? No one brought that up Wait, what was in it? the debate. Uh, the 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 election of Joe Biden. Yeah, which I was really surprised mail fraud, by. Mail-in voting. Yeah, no one brought that up at the debate. I'm really really, really? surprised by that because like I, I well granted I was filming but I really wanted to jump in with that but I, yeah that was one of my biggest things I was like how did they not bring this up because the amount of fraud the amount of like lies and all this crap and everything else like that's that sounds failed to me but <laughs> yeah about what the Supreme Court came out with hmm. and how they actually were talking not, about like, Talking you got to Mike. Make out with the make out with the mic. Anyways. Make out. What, what did the, the Supreme Court come up? No, with? basically they said that they weren't willing to let him hear any of the cases. Over right. Him, which was a big problem, I think. And Is the like, Supreme Court still five four conservatives? Yeah, it's actually yeah, it's uh, well, the it problem won't be soon. Historically, though. like Republican, uh, well, Republican appointed judges aren't as cavalier as the Democrat appointed judges in terms of like doing. Yeah. new court cases or whatever they kind of just preserve what's there i don't know uh clem made a speech that incorporated the supreme court i usually never incorporate them i, I don't know why people f- focus on the supreme court so much but maybe it's just me uh, the the only reason why somebody focuses on the supreme court is if there was a previous case well and it's just well it goes through law and it just goes gets bigger and bigger and bigger because it's so controversial and there's i guess a lot of momentum on both sides then it naturally would get to the Supreme Court because it's so monumental, like Brown versus Board of Education or Roe v. Wade or whatever. Um, but yeah, I was—I uh, agree with you there. I'm kind of surprised that none of that was brought up because I think people could have gone off on the premise that it could have been a faulty system or whatever. Like where p- greed is the sidekick of pride. We all know this. 
This is we all know saying. it. Yeah, we all know <laughs> it. This is true. Greed is a psychic. Well, we mentioned saying, this three podcasts if, ago. If there was <laughs> fraud, if there was fraud, then it all came down to greed. Because somebody wants something instead of actually playing it out in a fair election, somebody wants an advantage over the other, which is the downfall. You could say that in a way that isn't a failed American experiment. All right, so I want Anthony's opinion on this extremely controversial statement. Mm-hmm. Okay. We live in a one-party system. It's not Republican-Democrat. It's just basically the United States empire. No one's really okay. going against this global financial, military, political empire that we've built post-World War II. And now with the collapse of the Soviet Union, we're the only global <laughs> military, <laughs> political empire. Okay. And the original American experiment was not participate in like the British Empire style where we like are above other nations uh, militarily, but to be like a subsistent republic. We're the United States of America. We deal with ourselves. And you see this historically, like things like the Monroe Doctrine. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're not going to get involved in European wars. Yes. We consistently get involved in European wars. We win every time. We get tons of money. <laughs> we're freaking huge. <laughs> Kellen's, uh, Kellen's phone just uh, talked to us in Italian. So. I don't know what happened that, there. That's the inner fascist in you, Kellen. That was <laughs> weird. was talking to That him. was really weird. That was mine. There would be a lot of different outcomes. There would be a lot of different outcomes in the world if we did stick to the Monroe Doctrine, which I am for. But at the same time, there's like, for example, World War II. Like, that was, yes. We necessary. Did that was necessary. We got into it. We helped. Stop socialism, Nazis, basically, if everyone knows. Um, and it's like, okay, that was a good thing. But the same thing with the Monroe Doctrine. It's basically, you stay the heck up. It's, how does it quote? It's like, exactly. It's like, you stay the hell over there, we'll stay the hell over here. Yeah, That's basically. Word, basically. <laughs> our, like, our sphere of influence is North and South America. Europeans, yeah. you're you over stay, there. You stay the heck over there. Yes. Now, in a very, in, in a certain sense, that is good. But in another sense, it's like, okay. Like, for example, with World War II, it's like, all right, we stepped in we helped um that is good so it's like it's got both sides to it it's like it's and, and now we're like the global police force though and the global military. kind of yeah and, and we and, send troops to places like angola kuwait vietnam like places yeah. no one gives a shit about right yeah, yeah. and yeah to be very frank i never understood that either i mean i, I don't think <sighs> I still don't understand. Here's my thing. You know, we talk about Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah. I don't understand why we just don't pull everybody out of there. Because, look, it's it's never going to be stable. And even with our influence in there, it's, it's still cr- just brewing hatred. And so why not just let the society crumble? I mean, I don't care. I mean, I feel <laughs> oh, ba- I mean, oh, I, to shoot. some extent, I mean, I really don't care if that society crumbles or not. I reckon it's dirty over there. It's just, it's a mess. And I have no, Here's I don't care. Thing. Okay. Well, if that, let's say, is not under the United States military influence, then there are certain trade deals that we get left out of, Fair. meaning the United States economy gets hurt, right? The reason we spend $3 trillion a year on the military is to provide favorable trade deals for the United States of America and, and to have this kind of global financial uh, apparatus that we're, we're operating within. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why we can be, you know, first world and be extremely good economically is because we have the military dominance. The one who holds the guns makes sure that the trades are operating according to their own principles. Mm -hmm. They're trying to take away the guns. right? I think it's just I (laughs) think it's just globally. They're not, you know, but but enter with our countries for sure. I think it's we've all seen that on. Um, the HR 127. I don't know if you've seen that act, Mm -hmm. that bill going through. Oh my gosh. If you want to get a gun, get it before this thing. Because 
basically, you're going to have to get a... Um, you're going to have to get a permit just to buy a firearm. You're going to need a permit to buy ammunition. You're going to need to go through a psycho evalu evaluation exam. There's like all of this crap that's involved in it. And it's like, it's pretty scary. Thankfully, um, it hasn't gone through the courts yet. It's, it was just heard by the Senate not too long ago. I think it was in January. Um, yeah, it's pretty freaking scary. Like the whole thing with shall not be infringed in the Second Amendment. Well, it's going to be definitely infringed on. You were saying, Jocelyn? Um, yeah. It's, it's, well, yeah. So when I was filming and just listening to this, it was really interesting because, like, yeah, I was also wondering, like, what is this American experiment? And, like, because, I mean, if you think about it, one of the main reasons that, like, everybody wanted to come over to America was for this new sense of freedom and everything else. And it's, like, if you really ask yourselves, like, if that's part of the American experiment, if that's part of, like, hey, can we find this new land? Can we try and have this new sense of freedom? Like, is that actually a thing right now? Because if anything, like, whether it's with the masks, whether it's with, like, some of the crazy things that are going on right now, like, I feel like the amount of freedom that, like, we we were experimenting or trying to have, right, it's just, like, kind of gone down the drain, you know? And, like, I don't know what y'all's thoughts are. Like, I'd love to to hear what y'all think but like for me like especially when it comes to like the mask or especially when it comes to like you know different places like oh you have to get the vaccine or you have to do this or like you you know or what the isolation all this different like crap it's like I feel like this is just one of the examples of how the government or just how like the society is trying to have control or even with like the media like I feel like the media has such a big like hold on all of us that it almost like it robs us of that freedom that we were originally trying to have. So in regards, like, cause again, I, when I was listening to it, I actually think I, um, was with the motion. Um, so that's why I was kind of surprised that the other one, um, the other one won, but, um, but yeah, it's like, I, I kind of would side with like the fact that, yeah, the American experiment has failed. Um, I don't think it's failed in every, every way but there's definitely some instances where it definitely has so like yeah that i mean we came over to america for freedom and like freedom's just been kind of thrown down the drain in so many ways and it's yeah. kind of like you guys are saying like there's so many ways where they're trying to have control and like biden for example like it does not feel like he's just a regular president like it feels like you know the whole democratic side they're just trying to have too much control um and it's kind of scary honestly yeah they're the thing like like there's so much we could unpack with everything you just said. There. Yeah. <laughs> um, but actually, one thing with the vaccine, just because you get the vaccine, that still means you have to wear the mask. Yeah. It's like, like, what's the point? Yeah. What the frick is the point of it? Like, now? literally, like, you just oh. get a whole bunch of... Un I mean, COVID has not even been around for an entire year. Or if it has, it's only been a year. It's and, like, how, how much longer are they going to be able to, like, the... You know, that's only COVID. The vaccine's been around for much less than that, let alone, like, long-term effects. And, like, I mean, there's stuff about, like, infertility. There's stuff about, like, whatever, you know, like, the... Like, all these different, like, side effects. That's, like... I mean, we have no idea the effects that it can have for absolutely no reason like what's what's the point you have to still wear a mask you still have to like follow all the protocols like just put some unknown crap in your body for absolutely no reason <laughs> i heard i'm pretty sure the the polio or what's the other one there's another uh vaccine it took um 15 years of like research of, like, and stuff research yeah. and like just seeing how it would find fan out before they actually like put it on the market 15 years they come up with this thing in like eight months and they're like oh trust me it's great for you I think it's been less than that, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, so at that point, it's like, we are literally the guinea pigs for this vaccine. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm like, no, I'm not for this vaccine. Yeah, because not at all. Because if you come up with something in eight months and you have no idea what the long-term side effects of this are, I'm not your guinea pig. I'm not getting that. You know. <laughs> I can't tell you how immensely over COVID 
<laughs> talking about it. Talking about, about it, yeah. Everybody well, is wearing yeah. masks. This is my one. I mean, I, I remember, like, let's see, this was, so we started talking about it in March 5th. March, You yeah. called me right when I got off the cruise ship. You were coming off the cruise ship. <laughs> oh, that's right. By, by May, by May, we were still doing the podcast, and I was mm-hmm. like, I do not care one bit about COVID. And yet, it's, you know, continued and continued and continued. We, we had, like, we were major into conspiracy theories about it, which <laughs> oh, yeah, heck yeah. I think, once again, it's really hard to demonstrate stuff like that. Yeah. But at this point, I'm just glad I'm not in a place... Well, I'm not in California at the moment, which is nice. I'm here in Ohio. I can do in-person classes. Mm-hmm. And to the best of my knowledge, not be affected by it too much, right? Oh, there was a story. Okay, so uh, you guys know Clement, right? Clement Harold? You know Clem the Maybe Engl- you know him. Yeah, the yeah, English crap. dude? Oh, yeah. British guy, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was in CODA, Cosmos and Damien Hall, the science hall. And he was in the stairwell. And uh, he wasn't wearing a mask. And there <gasps> oh, was this... Gosh. Yeah, I know. Oh. Scandalous, of course. <laughs> And this uh, biology professor, lady biology professor, comes into the stairs and she's like, she yells at Clem. She's like, put your mask on. I can't go past you if you don't have your mask on. Oh, what a caring. <laughs> and uh, Clem was like, he didn't say anything. He just put his mask on. He, but he didn't put it over, like completely over his nose. She's like, it has to be over your nose. He's like, no. <laughs> uh it's over my face, and university policy just says I have to put it over a mask. And she, like, stormed up the stairs, and she was, like, uh, she asked what his name was so she could report him, and he oh. didn't say it and all this stuff. You should have given her, like, a fake name or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the crazy <laughs> thing. Like, there. My name is Joe Fuck Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the crazy thing is, it's like, that was, I was pretty good. I would have loved to pay. Like, I would pay oh, dude, I would do that. that. I, would I, would, so I would pay money to see that. Yo, but it's funny, because, like, I mean, so, Cal... <laughs> You, Kellen, you help like announce the games and stuff like that for like the basketball and everything else. They'll yell at me for looking out a freaking window because they're worried that people like congregate and everything else. Like we have like, and that's what I'm saying about like the whole freedom and stuff like that. It's like they force you to wear a mask. You can't like, and they're not going to like, you know, pin you against a wall and put the mask on your face, but they're going to not allow you into like, yeah, to see the games. They're not going to allow you into stores. They won't get like, I was not given food one time in the cafeteria because the mask wasn't over my face and, or over my nose or whatever. And like, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, you're not going to give me food simply because I won't wear the mask. And like, you know, and I obviously have my own opinions about the mask. Like the fact that you touch your face 20 times more than you do without one. And like, that is basically trapping all of this crap in your face to breathe. But like, I mean, yeah, it's just insane. And yeah, it's like you were just saying about just being sick of tired, like talking about it. Like everyone, like my dad's saying, we're all going through this phase where it's like, I think they're calling it like the COVID fatigue or something like that. Just being completely sick of it. Because I mean, even on campus, nobody's been wearing their mask. Like there's been like, I say that publicly. Everyone has been wearing the mask. Well, walk on campus and you'll see it, you know, like honestly, though, like not everybody's getting to the point where they don't care. You know, like I think everyone's realizing that a lot of this is just bullshit and like. It's just, yeah, not worth the fear and living under this, like, cutthroat, The thing that I most fear is that, okay, all of this, quote... Oh, sorry. I need to talk into the microphone more. (laughs) Um, The thing that I fear most is that people are willing to take power very quickly. Mm -hmm. No one's willing to give up power at all. So I don't think this is going anywhere anytime soon because people aren't, like, for example, our governor in Michigan, Lord have mercy on us, (laughs) that woman... There's so much crap we could say about her. But she's like, she took all of this 
quote, emergency power, which was not actually given to her. And it's like, she's not going to give that up easily. She won't. Um, people are not willing to give up power easily. And I see that as a big problem coming up. And the other thing is like, it's this whole COVID thing is very political. Oh, yeah. It is, is your name like Cor- Corbachev? No, though. Um, no. Not not Gorbachev. Uh, Gretchen Gorb- Whitmer. Gorbachev. Whitmer. <laughs> who's, who's the one who is like in the running for uh, vice president? That was uh, another state, I guess. That's another state, yeah. I think. But yeah. The other Which thing is that I see a problem coming up is it's like, oh, you're not going to be forced to get the vaccine. But if you want to fly, have a job, you know, be able to go to a grocery store, you're going to have to get it. <laughs> I see that becoming a problem. That's another thing I see like in the in the future. In the not too distant future. Like, yeah. Therefore, the American experiment has failed. I would. <laughs> By yeah. the way, the motion, uh, the motion failed. So, yeah. So, 40, 48 uh, people said that the American experiment has not failed. Only forty said it has failed. I think. Yeah. I think the reason why is because the American experiment has failed and it's not failed. It's, well, I no, think it's people goal, started it's been getting on minor like there. Obviously, the, the there would be no is such thing. <clears throat> there would be no such thing as a democracy if everything was perfect. The thing with there would be no such thing with any of this. So there has been failures in our country, but there has been successes too. There, yeah. So, so I, you I think there was a lot of good. Say, you can't say that the experiment has totally failed because mm-hmm. it hasn't. You can't say if the experiment has totally failed, then our entire country in every aspect is a failure well my question to you now is like that's why it didn't pass our so so if the american experiment failed why did become the why did we become the most powerful nation on earth yeah that's a good question the other thing okay was that the american experiment though i I think the american experiment was vastly different than let's become the greatest most powerful nation on earth yeah i agree how we came to that was um this one french journalist came over and was like why is america so powerful why are they so big and it's like he came over and he finally said, um, America is great, is great because America is good. We had good morals starting off. Yeah. And that's what made us go because it's like, you know what? Like, obviously, it says right on our currency. I don't know if people believe it much anymore, but in God we trust. So Obama tried to take that off the coin, but it never oh worked. God. Well, yes, that's that's the that's the problem though. It's like we you know, I hope trust. I hope Pete burns in hell. <laughs> You'll never hear me say this again. I actually don't care if Obama goes to hell or not. I'll give you that. I'm oh, saying that on air. Oh I my don't. gosh! Oh, I will wow. say, and his wife too. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll say that Chill on air. out. I have no remorse saying. No, that. but seriously though, like no, you, you have want, a good you point. You want every soul to go to heaven. Okay, you do not want to damn anyone to hell. That's not the content. Well, I hope you deserve uh, some sort of judgment. Okay, <laughs> no, but we like all, you have good points, though. We I hope he burns des- in purgatory for a million years. Okay, we technically there's no all time deserve there, hell. But but through God's mercy, <laughs> <laughs> this is the most Catholic podcast. <laughs> I wish he has a million years in purgatory and then gets <laughs> with no chances of getting out. Oh my gosh! But Anthony, though, you have really good points about like the morals and stuff. But like going back though. Like, we had the morals. The, we had, but there's we like the words. like well, words. what morals? We still have morals. Okay, okay, but no, what no, morals no, are actually still there? Why? Because literally, like, okay, the abortions oh, for one yeah. thing. Like, it. how the freaking hell is that part of like any sort of morals? Okay, like convenience. Ah, <laughs> what the crap? No, that's just not okay. There's no way in hell that there that okay. No, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought it was really no. funny. You said. I tried giving up uh, swearing for Lent and it's not been going so great so far. Nah, you've been doing a good job. I'm trying. But anyways, what I'm saying though is like, yeah, your question about like, what is the, you know, the whole experiment and everything else. And it's like, we had the morals 
And like the whole powerful thing, great, we're powerful, but that, I don't think that was like our main goal. That was you not know? the main goal. But the but main was goal was like to have the freedom, yeah, and to have that like that country or whatever like founded on those morals founded on that good thing but and, then like then it's we, completely all of those things i would say were thrown in the trash and then we put but because we had such good morals that's when we prospered yeah and that's when we became the most powerful no it's nation. true so God he's right because look, but now we're the most powerful off of pride off of convenience people, off of the media and everything else that's america. robbing Trump's us from all of those things make america great again people yeah. ask me all the time when was america great and i tell them <laughs> 1776 that's when America was at its greatest, right there. People don't realize that. People think that. But that was like. Well, first of all, it's ago. basically it's just <laughs> stupid people. Yeah, two hundred. There's a lot of stupid people in this country. We can agree with that. I think we're, we're among them. them. <laughs> <laughs> we're a bunch of them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I mean, America was founded on good Christian morals. But Christian what Christian? I, I, I mean, mean, I think it was. Forget that the founders Whoa, bro, were not you can't Christian. Yeah, they true. were definitely they were deist enlightenment, bro. So you know, yeah, but come they on, definitely, they, they were still good. Regardless of being morals, Christian or not, they did say. have decent morals. I mean, it depends morals. on who. But uh, you can't look at Ben Franklin. In God, yeah, that's trust. true. That's true. Hey, I'm just saying, dude. You can't say in God, honestly. In God, we trust. This country, yeah, okay. This country's had a lot of problems because. I saw a license. No, I saw a bumper sticker the other day that said. Since 19, uh, 1973, America's had 50 million abortions. Oh, Lord have mercy on us. Lord wow. have mercy on us. And I wonder, when is the United States going to become the new Sodom and Gomorrah? Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm being serious. Dude. You ever wonder why in California there's all those fires every year? Think yeah, about it. That's <laughs> killed me, guys. That sounds like a conspiracy, but I truly believe that. Oh, have you good seen heavens. that meme? I do. Yeah, have you seen that meme comparing hell to California? And the only difference between hell and California is the high, um, uh, how much how much it costs to live in California. That's the only. <laughs> it's, like, it's constantly on fire. It constantly smells. The only thing difference is it's expensive. <laughs> I'm saying I think that there's some sort of conspiracy behind natural disasters. I mean, look at Texas. Texas just went through the worst, one of the worst storms it's ever seen. That's true. I okay, mean, but that's one, like completely the whole, like, off the point. That was like one in a hundred. <laughs> I'm just like, saying this year. country is going through a lot of turmoil right now. Yeah, but it's like and, how we're handling it. It's just, again, through the pride, through like the, everything. Like, again, I think a lot of this, I mean, granted, I'm studying this, the media, right? But like the media is all correct. about convenience. It's all about like, you know, what's like, what's quick, what's simple and easy and stuff like that. And that's why you have so many abortions. That's why you have all of this crap because our right. morals are now based upon like, what is the most convenient and easy? Because because like yeah. I feel easy, like our idea, that's yeah, that's the thing. Easy. I feel like our idea of freedom is based upon how easily we can get things, and not based upon like because I mean, freedom has a lot to do with actual hard work and stuff like that. Like that's there's supposed to be hard work in these different like morals that get you to that point. But we've completely thrown all of those out the door, and like and that's why we have all these things about like oh let's tax the people who have more money and basically give people who are like lazy asses and don't want to get off their butt, and like let's just go ahead and give them you know all this money instead of having them work you know and that's why it's like of course we're gonna be a society full of like people who are yeah not gonna get off their asses and not gonna work hard and it's just like all about that convenience and everything There's, else like yeah. i again i think that says that the american experience experience there, has failed, there is nothing that pisses me off more than seeing my parents pay taxes for people for pr putting programs together for people that just sit on the couch and do yeah, nothing. Absolutely. There's nothing that makes me actually more enraged than that. It's mm -hmm. just. All right, let me try. Democrats and, uh, are such a maybe, pain maybe, in that. 
What was this? Is, this is not in defense of the welfare system, but this is Whoa. something I've. Okay, so the idea besides is, disability. So, so this is also the idea of Keynesian economics, which is the goal of the economy is production. So it's to continue the production of the American society. One yeah. of the ways to make sure that happens is low unemployment, and the other is uh, federal and in, uh, interest rates stay low, right? So the interest rates right now are extremely low. They're at zero percent, but they're rising right now, which there's being a, a little bit of correction in the market right now. But the idea with the welfare state is there's a, a percentage of the population in the United States of America that it costs more for them to get paid at a job than it does because they don't produce what it's worth, even minimum wage, because of whatever it is, low intelligence or um, they're in difficult situations, they won't show up to work, whatever else. So it's better to uh, give them enough money to survive than it is to have the disruption of them uh, being starving or whatever else. So we've invented this system. And then, you know, the other system is the prison system. So you have like the lower ends of society, you have the prison system and the welfare system to make sure that production stays stable. I think it's, it's demonic and evil, but the prison system is the worst or the most criminal of our society. We place them away for years and years to keep economic production going on, right? Like the idea of mass incarceration is novel to the world. It's only in modern societies that we actually have mass incarceration of millions of people. Like it's a weird concept if you mm -hmm. think about it, like if you really think about it, that we keep millions of people in jails for years and years. Like that didn't happen in the world in mass way. I mean, there were prisons before, but not in the way that we have prison mm -hmm. systems. The other systems, the welfare system, which is certain percents of the population because they're basically unproductive and you can't give them a job that they'd be worth. You just give them a small amount of money to make sure they don't cause you any problems economically. It's actually from an from a purely like if you're demonically economic, it's actually brilliant because you just eliminated the human risks to production. That that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, mass incarceration yeah. and welfare system. I mean, you're going off of efficiency too, but. It's, it's all aimed towards efficiency. Yeah. But it's not aimed towards the good of the people who constantly get in and out of prison. Right. It's not aimed for the good of the people who are constantly on welfare. Like, if you're at the lowest point, right, you barely have any money, you're not educated, you have a broken family, you, you have, like, two kids out of wedlock, and the government's willing to send you checks, it's like, well, you know, what... Okay, at, what point is that your own fault and what part is the fault of the government for giving you that aid? And like, what, what fault does the community play for allowing you to get to that point? So another modern problem is the, rather than having like every local area has, let's say the village idiot or the, the poor people within the community and there's kind of the rich people and they're all living in the same area. What we do is we put poor people in their own areas like low-income neighborhoods, mm -hmm. and then there's suburban neighborhoods, and then there's like upper-upper neighborhoods, right? And they all live completely separate from each other. That's another like modern thing. Like before, it was just like they all lived in the same area, and I mean, there was some differences in, in area, but the idea that you would section off portions of the population, mm -hmm. uh, these are basically ghettos, right? Also a modern thing. And the purpose being the the suburban area and the urban like uh, the the higher income people don't have to deal or even see the poorer people, so they can just continue to be ultra productive. And then it's I think a, like people don't take this historically; they just think that where we live is just some 
just it was dropped from the heavens as the perfect economic model. No, this was contrived and discriminately make sure that poor people continue to stay poor and out of the economy. Well, I think it's interesting yeah. too, since you're so divided, like you can't necessarily like see what it's like to live that other lifestyle, you know, because you're so wrapped up in like what your lifestyle looks like that you don't know what it's like to like, yeah, have that really poor area live in a, you know, lifestyle that's super rich. Cause I mean, I don't know. I, I, I grew up in a decently like, you know, barely getting by, I mean, we had enough, but I mean, with so many kids and them being a military family, um, we didn't live in like your really fancy areas, right? Like the suburban neighborhood we're in now is like a privilege to be there. But, um, but yeah, it's just interesting. Cause I mean, we, we don't live that far away from like where Shaq used to live and everything's like that. Right. And it's always been like, you know, a big joke of like, oh, they live like such a rich lifestyle and like, you know, always, always make it fun of them. Right. But it's like you don't know what it's like to live their life, you know. But then the same thing for, like, the poor areas because we definitely have some pretty sketch neighborhoods, you know. I mean, as everywhere does. But yeah. I don't know. It's just interesting because, again, I, I, it's hard to say in regards to, like, you know, my family's always had to work their ass off for everything. And, you know, you have other families who are just, like, given everything, you know. So, like, for me, you know, having to work, like, three to five jobs to even come to Franciscan. And then some people who are, like, it's fine to be paid for. But, like, it's just a whole different lifestyle, you know, and just to be given that. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I guess what you were saying, it's just hard to find that balance because, like, you know, there's there's good morals and there's good, like, I don't know. Like, I would say, like, for example, like, Helen, like, you're really hardworking, right? But, like, the fact that you had, like, maybe college paid for, like, that's just a whole different lifestyle than it is Definitely for me. Definitely nice. That's you know? Sure. Yeah, but it's, like, I wouldn't say that you're not hardworking, but it's, like, finding that balance, right? You know? Like, because there's lots of people who I would say are, like, you know, daddy's kids who are just getting, like, completely spoiled and are only there at Franciscan, for example, just because they want to, like, you know, because their parents are paying for it. Um and they're not going to work hard and they're not going to be good students. So it's just like, where's that balance lie? Where is it where like you need to have enough to get by, but then like there's also an element of like, okay, well now you have the money to go like make a name for yourself, go get a job and actually start working hard and not just be like paid for your entire life, you know? Speaking of that, that balance. So I don't know if you remember the parable of uh, the rich man and Lazarus in mm -hmm. the gospel of luke right mm -hmm. so the rich man's eating at the table lazarus is on the ground basically and and the dogs are licking his his sores mm -hmm. and the master is eating at the table and he eats the scraps that fall from the table yeah lazarus dies and he goes to be with abraham in abraham's bosom with abraham isaac and jacob and the blessed and the rich man goes to basically the place of the damned and he calls out and says have lazarus come and uh dip oh, yeah. his hand in water and, and put, put it, it on my tongue, tongue right <clears throat> and then uh <clears throat> And then Lazarus says, there's a great, a great chasm between me and you. I can't go. And then he says, uh, well, go back from the dead and uh, tell my, my brothers, you know, who are also very rich, to what not, my fate not, has yeah, been. To not live and then he, he says, if they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, then neither will they listen if someone is raised from the dead. So yeah, now, now Jerome had a commentary. St. Jerome had a commentary on it, which was, okay, what was the sin of the rich man? Was it that he was rich that he was sinful? No, it's not. And Jerome says no. Yeah. He says what the sin of the rich man was was not acknowledging that Lazarus was there. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Because it's not a sin to have money. Money is not evil. Yeah. It is what you do, do with, with that it. money mm -hmm. is what is evil or good. Because you can have, I mean, heck, you can be as rich as Donald Trump or something like that, mm -hmm. or even richer than Donald Trump. Is there any? 
Elon Musk. Or Elon Musk. <laughs> rich as Elon Musk. And you can do good things with that money. Mm-hmm. You can be as rich as like anyone, like the most richest person in the world, and be, do good things with your money that God has blessed you with. Mm-hmm. But then, or you can be like some really like evil people out there and use your money for evil. There's, yeah. so, there's some there. We've kind of, we have systematized ignoring the poor. So, and, and I think kind welfare, of, yeah. welfare definitely plays into that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah, poor definitely. is the government's problem. It's yes. not my problem. It's not your problem. It's not people who are well-off's problem. It's not us who are in a middle-class existence, middle-upper class. It's we're going to push that responsibility onto our government who's going to give send, send anonymous checks to poor people well, that, in yes, slum that's, areas. That's the problem because it used to be based on your community. Like your community would take care of the poor. Your yeah, and the same thing with like the churches the and stuff. Yeah, yeah like the churches were supposed to do that, but then they're now trying to take the authority away from the church and like trying to take like the government's going to be the one that saves everybody's lives. You're not, you're not like, well, you know. That's one thing that they would do. Like, I mean, back in like the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. or in, like 40s and stuff, it's like they would give like, so like if there was a widow, they would give her a job at the church to like mm-hmm. clean up stuff. So it's like, all right, that gives her a little bit of an income right there. It's like you're taking care of her kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But they would also like overpay her and stuff, obviously, to keep them, to keep them stable and stuff. Yeah. Or the job of the porter. Have you heard yeah. about that? Um, it's it's person who just opens the door yeah. and makes sure the door is shut and locked. And oh, usually they would give that to somebody of, you know, maybe retarded or low intelligence or something like that yeah, to keep them employed exactly. along with the church. Like the Hunchback of Notre Dame, exactly. that oh, yeah. whole idea and story is based around that same concept that mm-hmm. those people are helped by the church and they do kind of jobs around the church and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Not only that, it's commu- based on the community. The right. small community or like your small town is what takes care of each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not like, oh, this big government like way out there in Lansing or way out there in Timbuktu or wherever the heck it mm-hmm. is. That like could be Columbus here in Ohio. <laughs> Steubenville. Um, no, Steubenville. <laughs> yeah, Steubenville. It's yeah. like you're just throwing a check to them. It's like yeah. there's a difference there. It's like the community is taking care of someone versus just like you were saying earlier, just like a stimulus check cake taking care of them. Kind sure. of well, isn't that the same like system with like the jails and stuff like that? Like there's kind of like that rehab or whatever else. It's like, I mean, with those people who are, you know, without jobs or, you know, are either disabled or have some sort of reason why, you know, like you were saying, the whole out of wedlock, you know, having two kids and then, you know, not being educated, coming from a crappy family. Like, I mean, there's so many people like that, but it's also like, you, I don't know, I would, I would want like a similar sort of program or similar sort of like system to where like you help them out a little bit, but they need to prove themselves that they're going to be able to like actually work hard because if you're just gonna be like well they're paying me to open and close the door if you're able to do more than that then you should be doing more than that you know yes absolutely but it's also you should be given the job to like that for example if you have like a mental disability yeah exactly and it's like and that's all you can physically and mentally do yeah and you do it to the best of your ability yeah then that's awesome yeah that would be awesome or if all you can do like physically or mentally all of this if all you can do is like like um um uh, stock shelves if that's all you can do like but if you do it to the best of your ability that's awesome i mean yeah i agree There's nothing wrong with that at all mm-hmm. it's actually great <clears throat> but it's just funny because like my parents were even bringing this up with like people with jobs and like you know some me my sister and then the one underneath her is trying to look for a job 
But yeah, so the, you know, my sister and I who do have jobs and stuff like that, it's easy for us to come back and like kind of complain about, you know, what might be going on or like my sister, especially. And like, it's just funny because my parents will laugh at us, you know, because they would like work hard and just be like, that's how it is, you know. But again, I feel like it's just like the society is still so wrapped up on like the convenience and like, you know, yeah. things being easy and like things just coming like, yeah, whatever, Absolutely. Um, like handed to you that it's like, if you're not going to work for it, then like, it's not going to be handed to you. And we need to like break free from that you know because then again everyone's just like it's focused on like how much power can i get without doing anything anything, you know do you think that's a problem in this society with like our parents i'm not blaming our parents in this situation (laughs) shout out shout out to parents with our parents and like all right they worked really hard for what they got and then they're just giving like all right i'm gonna help them like our kids out a lot Mm -hmm. so do you think in our generation we were helped out almost too much along the way I mean, for me, I wasn't, I mean, I love my parents and they helped me to learn what it's like yeah. to work hard, but like they didn't give me anything. Not, to like, not you specifically, but yeah. our, like generation as a whole. Do you yeah. think our generation as a whole was like almost spoiled too much? Uh, it's hard to say. Here's a question for everyone. It's a very boomer comment. But. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, I don't, these spoiled kids. Yeah, right. I don't, spoiled kids. I mean, it's, oh my gosh. It's, it's such a, it's such an individualistic model that yeah, we have. Yeah. This like, uh, I mean, why? Okay. Right. So, yes, there's proper use. There can't be, like, somebody spoiled. They're not making use of what they're, what's been given to them. Callan. Uh, fair, fair, <laughs> enough, fair enough. I don't know. It's... I don't know. I'm thinking back to, like, the prodigal son parable. You have the, the son who goes off and, you mm-hmm. know, squanders the inheritance and gets messed up and stuff, and he comes back, and then the older... The purpose of the parable is not the prodigal son. It's actually the, the older brother. Uh, because the older brother says to, you know, the father, like... Well, you welcome this guy back and he's like scorned you all this time. Like you didn't even give me a lamb that I can go party with my friends, right? And he's mm-hmm. like, everything I have is yours. Like I'm trying to give you everything. Stop being ungrateful. Yeah. So the whole parable's purpose is, um, well, I mean, obviously the, the, the symbolism of the father and welcoming back sinners <clears throat> and stuff, but like none of us are parents at the moment. Uh, and <laughs> I hope the, <laughs> right. The, the idea is um, y- you want your, your children to, all right. You want your children you. to be the best, right? Um, like, you take pleasure in that more than a lot of other things, right? Uh, there was some funny joke I was not a part of. In this uh, I asked, you said, are we not parents? And I asked her, are you sure? <laughs> We're not married yet. Is there a little baby Scott in there somewhere? Stop, stop. We're not married okay, yet. Okay, so, okay, Dr. McKenna. You guys know Dr. McKenna? The biology professor, Doctor McKenna, Alex McKenna. Yeah, he gave it. He gave a speech of the debate. He came up to Clem afterwards and says, uh, "said that that was like his favorite debate he's ever been to." And he's a biology professor. He said we should have a COVID debate. Yo, oh no, I would love to hear. I'm gonna Here's take, the thing. I'm gonna take I camera on that once him. again. Going back to like the point, I just don't care anymore. Yeah. yeah, I don't feel like a debate would do anything, and I actually would totally not be interested in that. Honestly, I think most of us would be kind of in agreement. Oh, it's stupid, all this stuff. But like, what are you going to debate? What's what? substantive about it? Yeah. Like, it's like, I also, it's such a heated topic that I'm kind of like, I don't think it's worth 
because it's like everyone's so so sick of it like and i think that's like an agreement whether or not you believe in covid or not or the masks or not i think everyone's collectively sick of it that it would just like create a lot of tension i feel like that's just not really needed that's another problem within our country right now that no one's willing to dialogue it's not like democrat willing to dialogue republican republican willing to dialogue democrat it's like oh you're just hatred it's like oh you're the okay alex for example let's say you're a democrat for some reason (gasps) and then you're like oh i'm not willing to listen to you you voted for trump kind of thing it's like the problem is is that there's no one willing to like all right come to the other side and be like hey let's have a like adult conversation and not end up screaming at each other at the end of this thing it's like all right we can disagree on things but at least if we can like dialogue with each other and have a discussion constructive like, conversation a constructive conversation where it's we're not, not possible. screaming at each other <laughs> it's not that's possible that's the problem another, another problem because there's like dialogue and like talking and debating is just snuffed now no one's willing to think anymore that's another problem we're like hmm. hitting in this country yeah i mean <clears throat> it just leads to there's nothing wrong with a heated debate but when you start spewing hatred then that's well, where you draw the line and the the problem again off of here is it's like all right so let's say you and me would start debating i don't know something random like you suck yeah we're just starting yeah we're debating that we're debating over your suckiness yeah and we're debating over my suckiness okay (laughs) and then all all it turns into is just a attack on the person and not talk on on attack on the like the ideology Mm -hmm. where you're debating on the ideology you're not attacking the person themselves when you start attacking just the person you've (laughs) immediately just lost the debate it's like immediately just gone Mm-hmm. That's the problem that we're another that we're coming to. <clears throat> yeah, I just feel like people would just be too oh gosh too like cutthroat about certain things because it's yeah. such a hot topic right now. That's why I fear with like the modesty thing we talk about sometimes because I feel like it's gonna be like you were saying. I think like more pointing fingers than it is like oh this is an actual problem that we have like what is our view on it rather than like oh you don't believe in mass or you believe in the vaccine you know that kind of thing like mm. that's my worry is like it would just cause frustration and tension with what, I think it would I, like I, what yeah. I notice after all the debates so, which I love what, about the debates what, what, what should we debate then what bugs me about the mask whole thing is it's like oh you're not willing to wear a mask oh you must hate people. You must hate You're society. Right? See, I oh, do. I do. You want society to die. It's like, no. Granted, but. <laughs> Granted, but. Exactly. No, but it's like, that is such like a problem. It's like. Only like, nursing oh. majors actually know. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, genuine question. How many males are in the nursing, uh, nursing department? In my class, there's eight. eight. Out of how eight many? Out of how many? 60. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's got two. it. Get wrecked. Dude, well, why don't hey, you have my a school, girlfriend? That's my question. 54 women hey, in at, class. At my school, there's 46 people in the program, and there are three guys. And for the a little while... Are I you was, one of yeah, the Yeah, weren't you the only guy for a while? I was the only guy out of uh, the first group of uh, 43 of us. Oh, and I was the only dude. And so it's super awkward in classes. The teacher would be like, and if you were the only guy in the class right now, you might find this awkward. And then everyone would turn and look at me and go, oh. <laughs> it was just like, okay, yeah, I get it. I'm the only guy in the program. That Whatever. is so funny. What, yeah, that, that's what you call gender inequality. You know? Oh my God. Exactly. Isn't that nice though? I mean, you told me that there. <laughs> what? I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, well, you told me that I should. I, 
I shouldn't say this on air. I really shouldn't say this on air. Just don't even say it. You said that all those girls weren't pretty anyways. Oh, shit. Uh They weren't on your level. I don't remember ever saying that to you. I think you <laughs> Honestly, sure. knowing Kel, no, he probably no, no, made it you up. Said that Kellen, Kellen knowing up. you. I said a lot I think of controversial stuff already. But I think you made that up. I, uh, I, I never would have said that. Yeah, no. you probably I'll, I'll throw it to Mike. Would you date a girl in the nursing department? Not my own class. He says, <laughs> not his own class. All right. Uh, I, I respect that a lot, actually. There was this one day where we were hanging out in the nursing... I mean, I was hanging out in the nursing department. As one and does. you were hitting on somebody? I was, I was peeking in the... Uh, to see nice. the class, and they had like fifty babies, like fifty, like doll. Not what are you what talking do you call about? Them? Right They're now? like a fake. It's a fake oh, baby. Yeah, they had like, like mannequin. a mannequin baby, and they were pressing on the baby. And the they're doing CPR. Was, like the CPR. They're doing CPR on the baby, and I just went. What the? Heck? Okay, I looked through. Everybody started busting. I was like, dude, you're just like. What? this baby like this thing. you're gonna kill what was the damn thing you're CPR this baby you're gonna kill the damn thing it looked like something <laughs> puked out of it <laughs> good heavens what you couldn't oh, see there was uh, uh, Kellen's expression of face <clears throat> and it was terrifying I mean look, well, that's, only that was like, the actual face though I don't know if I'd though. have the balls to do CPR on a baby I feel like I'd kill it oh gosh but uh, Anthony <laughs> that face though was the face that my mom was like you need to date this dude because yes your mom said that yeah remember because so the first time Time, first time Wait. I met him because um, my sister, my little sister, she's six years old. Shout out to Jacinta. Oh my gosh, she is literally she is like half devil, half angel. I'm serious. She's I love her to old. death, but she's crazy. And she was acting up. And it's funny because most like people who are around my family are like, oh, you guys are so sweet, which like we can be. But like Jacinta's insane. And oh, like nice. it was hilarious because you made that exact face, and my mom was like, this dude. <laughs> because <laughs> you're just so confident. Funny. Yeah, yeah, because she was like, she noticed that you were like confident in yourself. And you weren't afraid to show how you actually felt, oh, kind of thing. Something I don't lack. Yeah, 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 we all know. He's just prideful. He's a Swiss Italian. I, I try mean, not obviously to be. Obviously, he's look, gonna be super, super confident in himself. Working on it. Swiss Italian. Yeah, Swiss Italian. With those tiny feet. I okay. Tiny. So I, I my took feet a, are bigger than. What's your shoe size? No, oh, here we go. Ten and a half. Mine's twelve and a half. So I, I, I knew I was not going to do medical profession after my. I took a high school physiology class, Ew. and it scarred me for life because there was. <laughs> so, uh, I had a very eccentric teacher, uh, Mr. McGaw. Uh, he always talked like that. He wore hiking shoes every day. He had a goatee, and he was nuts. He was absolutely nuts. And he would show us all the weirdest crap ever. Like he would show us really weird uh, injuries that you would see in the ER. Yes, Ew. and. That's There's awesome. like the classic. Uh, do, you, do you know the one where uh, the guy had a train spike that went through his head? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, you seen that? Um, Phineas Cage. Yeah. yeah, he had a train spike go through his head. Yeah. Yep. He, what did that dumbass do lived. to get that? No, 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 no. His, his personality. <laughs> both what they found with him was that his personality changed completely. Was it through the front? Yeah, the through frontal the frontal lobe. lobe. Yeah. yeah. And no. since it went through his frontal lobe, but not like the occipital or the temporal lobe, um, it was like. Since it, since it was in the temporal lobe, obviously, um, or not the temporal lobe, the frontal lobe, he, his personality changed completely. He went from a pretty like chill dude to like always getting impatient, always getting angry. Like his personality sounds changed like completely. Helen. No, sure. Exactly. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so yeah, that one was the classic. One. So he just showed us a, like a slideshow of like X-rays. The Phineas Cage one was one. There's another one that's like burned into my memory, which is a pogo stick. 
Okay. That was through somebody's abdomen. <laughs> oh yes! my god! Yes, so like John <laughs> Pogo stick. What? How it, like you, slipped, how and it, it went through his abdomen. You mean, how do you mean it literally? Okay, how, minute, it, how is that even that possible? That thing is rubber. That thing just just go through somebody. Okay, that Dude, guy seriously must have been like pogoing <laughs> off of a truck that was yeah, like seventy miles okay, an hour. Yeah, but yeah. what takes the cake? The worst and the things that was just etched yes. into my memory. Yes, object objects. So people had gone to the ER because they had shoved objects up their ass <laughs> and yes! couldn't get them out of the cave. Oh my gosh. Who I the shoved- hell? That's like so I've crazy. seen That's like somebody- multiple x-ray images of <laughs> objects in people's Stop. butts where they came to the ER. Like the oh classic. Oh my gosh. Shampoo bottles. <laughs> what? Seriously. Stop, Alex. Stop. What? No, 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 stop. Like Coca-Cola cans. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. This, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Some like, guy shoved a Coca-Cola can uh, up I mean, his like ass. Vibrator stuff, you know, all oh, that type of stuff. Right? <laughs> okay, you're But not- wait a second. <laughs> the worst. What takes the cake? Oh dear. I'm not gonna believe this. Someone shoved a gerbil up their ass. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no, no. What takes the cake? <laughs> Someone came into the ER with a probably foot-long sized Buzz Lightyear toy. Gosh! With the wings out. Oh my gosh! In the anal cavity. What? To infinity and beyond. Oh my god. Holy shit. Up anal ass and beyond. <laughs> I'm not kidding. What? Wait, 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 seriously. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. wait. How do you even not shove? How do you, you shove that up shove your ass? <laughs> <laughs> you can't even do that. There's a lot you of medical. Like, you, you have, have to, to like <laughs> stick it there and then like jump off a bridge and like fall down and then it'll be stuck in there. You can't I physically take a buzz light your toy and shove it up your ass. Your butt's not big enough for that. All right, we need some oh medical gosh. advice on you, this one. Where is this podcast turn? <laughs> is it possible to shove a six-inch, I'm guessing, diameter thing up your ass? <laughs> <laughs> Including we'll, we'll the wings. resident no, nurse. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Tell oh me why gosh. somebody would do that, though. Oh, my God. Mike, why do you want to know? The hell was going in their head? What is the point? Unless you had too many toys in your house and your kids were getting effed up because of it. You know, your baby kid is choking on this. Your baby kid choked on this Buzz Lightyear toy, so you decide to shove it up your ass to get rid of it. I mean, What is so, happening? What? Why Buzz Lightyear? Why, why Buzz Lightyear? And not only that, why the wings extend? Look, this is bigger than just a Toy Story. Let me tell oh my you. Okay, now my next it's question an ass is, story. My next question is why the wings extended? Like that is the next question. I don't well, know. Imagine like, a Superman toy shoved up your ass. <laughs> I, uh, I don't even want to know. I can't even imagine. Imagine being the doctor, though. Like, oh, looking at the x ray, and you're like, what the? F- mm, nurse, come here for a second. They're like, we, um, we have a huge. Am I drunk as fuck? Or is that bug <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hold on. So you have. Oh Wait, so no, I'm going to have to pull it by the for boots. <laughs> Am I going to see Andy when I pull it out? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That is so much. This is up. so bad. It was extreme. 
extremely messed up, but, but, and it scarred me for life, and now I'm <laughs> no longer on the path of I mean, being, look, being a doctor. So, okay, so you were you stopped thinking of being a doctor because you saw things being shoved up people's ass. I mean, I wasn't already thinking of being <laughs> he wasn't a doctor. Be a, but, this guy can't. Well, be a well I didn't even want to take the <laughs> class because, like, early on, I was like, okay, I'm going to drop this class. It looks really intense. Well, I didn't get. The ad drop, like I missed the ad drop period, and that same week we had a uh, a test, like it was an opening test, and you had to identify different parts of the body, and we had this mannequin, you know, where it has all the organs and stuff. So we yeah, laid out all these organs in okay. this back room, and it was just me and Mr. McGall, and you had to like identify the organs. And I was like, man, I was supposed to drop this class. This sucks. I didn't study and all, so I was like, I'm just gonna fail it. Nice. So I walked in. And it's just Mr. McGall. He's like, all right, so we're gonna begin. Uh, and he started pointing to like different like organs. And he's like, "What's this?" Like, I, I don't know. Sorry. He's like, the tibialis okay. anterior. Okay. What? Exactly what's this? It's like that. The liver. Sorry, I don't know this one. It's like okay. <laughs> what about this one? I was like, "Oh, I know that one. That's that's the brain. That's the colon." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Come on! How'd you mistake the brain for the colon? Did, the that colon real? I wanted to die after that. I was like, oh the colon's so by bad. your ass. Your brain's like by your head. It's, That's it's, a good five feet difference. <laughs> it's pink and squiggly. That's what I thought. I saw pink squiggly. It's the colon. But I thought it was the brain. Oh, dear God. So, okay, thank God that you are not in the <laughs> I was just going to say. Because I would not want to come to you and be like, oh, I have a problem with my, like, I don't know, kidney. And you're like, oh, trust me, I got some brain medicine for you. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd be like, um, are you a here's doctor? Here's this Buzz Lightyear toy. <laughs> <laughs> here's this Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, here's this Buzz Lightyear. Oh, this will solve all your problems. I just want to know, though, why somebody would shove, like, something up that, something like that up their ass. I mean, tell, uh, tell me what's through their, are they sodomy. depressed? Are they in a bad financial situation? I've never heard somebody. <laughs> I've never heard somebody be short on money and then because of that, I'm so depressed. I'm gonna stiff, stuck Bud Light. You're Bud Light. Buzz Light. You're up my ass. I mean, Why nobody. No, he does that if you're in financial situation. Maybe if it, you just like if your wife just died, then maybe you shove that thing you're up your ass. I don't know. Okay. No, I seriously. Mean, at what point? Why do you like? I'm so gonna if shove I die, some sort of dependent gonna, thing. So it's like okay, I'm, it. like, I'm depressed right now. I'm gonna six th- shove this six inch like diameter like thing up my ass. This is a great idea. Like, what part of you is like actually thinking this is a great idea, Kellen? What would you do if I, I died? I mean, what would you do if, if you died? I'd shove something somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Good heavens! Oh, I'd tell no. your parents about it first to tell them how depressed I would be, and then uh-huh. what happened. Good heavens! And then you would tell them about all the stuff you just shove. Up this is terrible. I shove your promise ring up my ass. <laughs> Why? Why? We're not even an hour into this podcast. <laughs> Oh my god! This is how far uh, south it's going. Well, $200. It, it had Hold to on. have been like like Hold high on. school. It, it's I, like abuse for us to have to go through all those X-ray images in in, in high school. It's ridiculous. Okay, my uh, question is: yes. We started with what? The American Experiment, and we ended up with Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I had to ass. go into medical stuff because you know wait, 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 Mike's here. Just 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 stop. Just stop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why the hell did you take that class in the first place? Well, I was interested in the subject. I've I've taken like I've taken two. Maybe three anatomy and physiology classes. I took, no, okay, I guess two. I took one here, and then I took one in high school, and I enjoyed it. Like it's it's really interesting to, I, I don't know, study anatomy and stuff like that. I mean, it's a lot of just vocabulary and making sure you know all the terms. Like, I still know most of like bone structure, organs, 
Um, even like things on the 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 head, the brain, all these different the like the head, the brain, the head, the brain, the head, like the that. skull, um, the brain. I mean, have you ever apparently it looks the same thing. as the which is nice. Ever... At least you have the terminology to kind of think about it. Exactly. So. Have you guys honestly, ever have you ever examined a cadaver? I have no. not. But honestly, the human Dude, body and the weird. way it is made, it is honestly just amazing. If you have have you Seriously. ever looked at the human eye? No. How oh, it's gosh. made? Oh my gosh. Okay. The different layers of. Alex is probably sticking something up his ass in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> he had to take a, take a dump or something. Uh, who does that? I mean, come on. Like, okay, honestly, uh, but like the, the, the human eye, the human eye. Honestly, just looking at the human eye and the different layers within the human eye and like the different like fluids between the layers. If one of those said fluids or layers is not there, the human eye would not work at all. And how efficient the human body is in itself. That's why have, we have such thing as called calories, which you know, a lot of people don't like. I know, obviously, but it just it shows how amazing, how efficient the human body is. I've life. always wondered because my parents are my parents are doctors, but I've always wondered like I, I could just I don't know. It's crazy. I think about all the training that they go through and everything, um, and I think about just everything that they know. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even have an understanding of how much they know. Like it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's just crazy. I mean, literally there's this one thing when blood enters like the vein, like goes through the veins, there's literally like four stages of that literally on its own. So like, there's just so much about, there's just so much like, it's so complex. It's unbelievable. It's so low budget here. It's complex. I mean, the, the human body's unreal. Um, Alex, are you going to shove that thing up your ass or no? <laughs> Definitely not. <coughs> oh, Drink God. all of it first and then shove it up your ass. Okay, we're, we're done with the shoving up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> right, by the way, on. we I have to stop. Give me it. Yeah, you can. Oh, I can. Right. I'll have one sip of it and that's it. I'll have the rest. Yeah, bro. I need this. That's for Jocelyn. I don't need any more, Alex. Uh, Cheers, Oh, yeah. Next question is. Chris, you're going to get the like, treatment. If you guys have a comment section, I have no idea if you actually do. Um, Lent. That's a great topic to get onto, like with what you're giving up, because it's not what with what you're giving up. Um, it's a good thing. Like, actually, we can get into the thing of repentance. Actually, I gave up and shoving we, things up my ass. That's oh, that's. Up. Thank God you gave up that, because I mean, <laughs> shoot, you could give. Up. I gave up. I gave up sinning for Lent. At least All I right, tried. So okay, yeah, no. Repentance, actually, because I mean, I decided to go into this comp- this conversation. <laughs> repentance is not all. <laughs> repentance is not only just. Um, saying you're sorry for something, but it's also a change of heart and mind. It's like you can't be sorry for something. Thanks. And wow, how did I? How did we even get on this conversation? Because you're you get you get well, you turn into a theologian I, when you're I can drunk. I read this whole thing for you with what it's like. Repentance cannot be a halfway thing. Um, there is a mistake, a mistaken view running around. There's a mistaken view running around in the minds of many Christians. It is. The view Try talking that, to the mic. Oh, sorry. You're good. Sorry about the mic thing. I don't know if you guys can hear me now, but I'll just restart the whole bloody thing. There, are, there is a mistake running, uh, a mistaken view running around in the in the minds of many Christians. It is the view that repentance is being sorry for your sins, apologizing for what you have done wrong, and seeking forgiveness. None of these um, should be criticized, but none of the, uh, but this is not repentance itself. Repentance is a, a change of mind, an inner turning of thought, des, uh, inner turning of thought, desires and will 
away from sin and towards that which is godly. It is a turning away from the world, um, in parentheses, obviously. This is a change of world and turning towards God, but it is a, a conscious uh, purpose of act. No one re- uh, repents by accident. That's the biggest thing. No one repents by accident. Mm. And no one repents who fails to change their mind. That's another big thing. Dang. But it is not enough to say that repentance is a change of mind. For an effective change of mind is an obvious and outward result, obviously, in behavior. That which um, previously, um, previously ignored, defended, and excused, justified now becomes behavior that simply will, will not do. People who repent are people who learn how to act differently. Repentance does not mean that how many, how many of the practices of life are no longer accepted, acceptable. It means that the person has a whole new mindset about, about those things. It means that there are a conscious effort to change. It is, means that there is a purposeful effort to live a different way um, in doing things. The call to, um, to repent is a call to think and live differently. It is not merely I'm being, in being sorry for, for what you've done wrong. It means and even asking for, or even asking for forgiveness. Repentance means changing and beginning with a new mindset and ending with actions. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, that was awesome, awesome li- listening to that thing. <coughs> that's awesome, really dude. Cool. <coughs> Where'd you get this, Anthony? I went to confession yesterday and I got that. That's so, that's so cool. I love that it's like a choice, I you know? I don't even remember his name. I'm sorry about that. There, Yeah, this is really cool. I mean, it's, yeah, like you said, it's... When uh, you think about that, like the whole thing with repentance there, it is a changing of mind. It is a changing of thought. You're like, all right, I am not going to do this. Whatever that sin is, I'm not going to do it anymore. Well, you have to accept what that sin is in order to be able to be like, hey, I'm going to change this, which I think is also important. That's like, well, Kel and I for Lent, we're doing like this, what is it called? Like the, Shoot, did we do that yesterday? Oh, I don't know. But anyways, we'll talk about that after. It's okay. Crap sickles. Okay. <laughs> anyways, but we're doing this book where it's like 40 days of Lenten healing of like, I don't know, it's like this thing like to free you from sin or whatever. And it sounds like my spiritual director, Father Jonathan, shout out to him. But um, hey. when he, he gave it to me last Lent, and it was funny because I like first got it and I was like, man, this makes me feel like I'm a sinner. Like, what do you think of me, Father? Right. But like, it actually is really cool. Like each week it focuses on like, um, like one of the deadly sins, but then it also focuses on like what kind of things like are stemming and like root. Cause with the first week, wasn't it like sloth or whatever? Sloth, and like, yeah, self-reliance. We're both like really hardworking people, I would say. And it was like interesting for us to be like, oh, we don't struggle with sloth, right? But, there, but then there's levels to sloth. Yeah, there's so many laziness. different. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it's so cool because yeah. like the book really helps you to recognize like the root of those things. And like, and it's really interesting because like, yeah, like in order to truly be repentant, truly be sorry and truly be able to work on any of those things, you have to like accept what it is first that you need to work on and accept the fact that that's actually something going on in your life to be able to get to the root of it. So that was interesting. There was a great phrase by John Chrysostom. Um, now is the time of repentance, then the time of judgment. And, oh, and that's also, a scary, that's a scary uh, thing. when the, when the yeah, curtain of this absolutely. world is rolled back, uh, there will be no more time from repentance. Only then will there be judgment. And he says, uh, also, the devil hates this more than anything possible in the world which is repentance Oof. here's a i mean because I, uh, what what could be more dangerous to him than a soul turning to god and in, in we, contrition we can walk through two different um, doors the door of justice 
the door of like our just God and just Jesus, or we can walk through the doors of mercy, which that is which is confession, obviously. And from there, it's like, I mean, heck, I'm gonna walk through the doors of mercy before I'd walk through the doors of ju- uh, justice. But also, there's a lot of justice. justice that comes with mercy because mercy can be one of two ways. It can either be like the mercy of like, oh, like, because I actually was just studying about this last class that I had this week, where it's like, oh, mercy could be like, oh, show me mercy from like, I know I did bad and I deserve bad. But, you know, show me good instead. But then, you know, otherwise it's like the justice. But, like, that's almost more merciful and more loving because it helps you grow. I don't know. Uh, interesting question. I actually called into Catholic radio station once. <coughs> no way. I worked at a Catholic radio station, actually, yeah. And Franciscan radio? Effect, 88.3. Yeah, and then Relevant Radio, too. Yeah, I worked with Relevant Radio over a summer in an internship. And um, there was this one time... There was this caller that asked a question that said, for those that are in heaven, do we know what happened to our loved ones and do we repent for them? Do we feel for them if we don't know what happened to them? Well, even if you're not sure what happened to them. Like, like if they I, were in hell. Yeah. Your, your prayers do not go like, they don't just get discarded. So like, let's say you're praying for... I don't know. You're Papa John. I have no idea. I'm just making up pizza, a baby. Dude, Papa John needs all the prayers he can get at this point. Honestly, I've been just, fired. I'm making up someone's. I've eaten forty stuff. pizzas in the last thirty days. I'm I'm literally just making up someone's name. And let's say you're praying for that person. Your prayers will not go unanswered, and they won't they won't just be cast to the wayside. If they they can be applied to someone else, like mm-hmm. in purgatory, for example then they will be put there. It's not like your curse is like, oh, wait, that's like, okay, let's let's just say, God forbid, someone's in hell. It's like, oh, wait, those <laughs> prayers, we'll just throw those in the trash can. It's like, no, God can take those and put those somewhere well, no else. No prayer I mean, goes unanswered. Well, granted, exactly. no, so if you have people in hell, if, you, if your relatives, you know, whatever, are in hell, do you feel for them and do you even know if they're in hell? Well, granted, no, I don't think we're in, ever going to know. In yeah. heaven, there's com- only joy, only complete joy, so you don't feel... <clears throat> yeah. Sadness or sorrow. Yeah. And I mean, if you're on earth or whatever and you're, you know, praying and whatnot, I mean, granted, I also heard, and this sounds controversial, but like that your prayers, like what you're praying for, like, yeah, it's great. But like, ultimately, you just pray to like Mary, for example, and she helps like direct those prayers and stuff like that. Like, that's at least what I've, what I've studied is like, you send up your prayers, you offer those things up and like Mary will like take it to the Lord kind of thing. And she's kind of like that person to disperse it because yeah, I mean, there's only so much we can do as humans. And like once we're in heaven, we're going to be so full and so unified with the Lord that like there's not going to be any fear. There's not going to be any doubts. There's not going to be any worry and stuff like that. So if somebody, for example, could be in hell. I mean, I would say, yeah, of course we would like if we were on earth and there was somehow we knew about that, we'd feel like, oh crap, you know, but I mean. There's no way, I don't think any way we can know where they end up. Unless some sort of divine intervention. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, because again, like C.S. Lewis talks about this in his book, in the miracle, uh, book, the miracles, where like we're in this natural, you know, natural realm, and we can only understand what's here, and God is in the supernatural, which is above that, and like we only know what He, like, like the divine intervention and those divine revelations and stuff like that. So wild. That's so whack to think that there's this level of understanding and comprehension above us that we don't understand. Like, what does that even mean? What, what, comp- what comprehension, what understanding do we not understand? It, it's like out of, it, it's like an understanding out of logic. Like, we don't understand the logic above our logic. 
or there's some sort of science behind God says that to Job. He says, yeah. uh, "My ways are so far above your ways," says mm-hmm. the Lord. It's like it's like what, you're what not going to understand even, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, my question is like, what is there to understand? Is it life? Is there like a second life or something that only God under- understands? I try to comprehend eternity all the time, and I just can't do it. I mean, oh, I, yeah, understand, I understand. You haven't thought about it long <laughs> enough. <laughs> but I understand that there's no life after eternity. Well, there's no after to an eternity. Well, right, but I'm right. saying, yeah. but what I'm saying is, there's no, there's no after in regards to eternity. It's not like we go to heaven and then after we go to heaven we go somewhere else. It's like it, it completely contradicts the statement. But, um, yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> it's really interesting. I try to think about it all the time, and I'm just like. I've come to this conclusion that I don't completely understand. Well, yeah, that's the point. It's like, that's what I was just talking about. Like, we're never going to, like, for example, like, where was God before there was a where? Or like, you know, that fact that he was like never created. Like, we're never. What did you do with God? Did God create himself? God was always there. Well, no, like God, God never created himself. And because we've only been created, we only know what it's like to be created and be in time and all these different things and only experience being somewhere and having a where, like we're never going to know what it's like to not have that where or whatever else, you know? So (coughs) that stuff is heavy, by the way. It's good stuff. That is really heavy. It burns. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, if God was always there, then mm. I lost my train of thought. Hold on. If God was always there, what? If God was always there, then uh, <laughs> favorite subject: theology, man. What is uh, I, love I love it. it. There's so much to say. This is why I'm uh, studying this. <laughs> all right, Kellen. Can God create a boulder too heavy for Him to lift? No. The classic atheist objection. No. We'll, we'll let. Can we'll God let create a boulder too heavy? Yeah, of course He can. No, he can't. But it's too heavy for him to lift. No, so. he can't because he wouldn't do something. If God made it to the point where it's too heavy for him to lift. If God said, I'm going to infuse some sort of too heaviness for me to lift into this rock, then yeah. <laughs> no, that would just prove, that would just prove his, him being God. Like, no, that's not possible. Right. So, but, so but, that, that's meant to demonstrate God can't do logical impossibilities. But what does God look like? Besides Jesus, we know Jesus, but what does God look like before Jesus came? No, well... He wouldn't look like anything because he's all encompassing, right? <laughs> yeah. So he's he immaterial. So the idea to look like something would require some material sensing. Right. So yeah. But so no, no. There is an answer. It's Jesus Christ, the okay Jew so, from you know, <clears throat> Jesus came, born of Mary and the Holy Spirit. So That's what it looks like. If God did not come from anywhere, <laughs> right, if God did not come from anywhere, then what was the point of his existence in the beginning? That's that's what it is. That he is but, well, the existence. But, yeah, God is the existence, right? But what is the point of existence then? Because he's the only. He's the point of all points. He's the existence of all existence. Yeah. There's nothing you can trace before. Yeah, because there's no. There's no but there is no before it. with God. Yeah. Right. So his existence so, is existence. Remember when he says to Moses at the burning bush? Moses asked like. Who are you, Lord? And he's just and like, he's, I am. He, he's just like, I am. I am. I am who I am. am. I am justice. I am mercy. I am existence itself, is what he was basically saying. Huge. I am love. I, I I am. That, that's just enough for like infinite contemplation, because it's like, you're never going to understand. <laughs> <that>. yeah, <laughs> like, honestly, we will never But understand. why would God not allow us to understand his ways? I mean, A, our minds cannot understand. I mean, well, well, I mean his ways understand. or him? 
Our uh, minds cannot understand. Well, you were saying everything. like my ways are above your ways, right? Yeah, because we're <clears throat> dumb idiots. Yeah, yeah but why did <laughs> yeah. God? I mean, we think why? in terms of like, where are my socks? You know, like that's <laughs> you know, like Absolutely. what do I got to do today? It's like our ways are not God's ways. Looking, but why cosmically. didn't God allow us to understand the way that He thinks? Well, that's the thing is like we're imperfect. Like because when we were first created, we had three different gifts, and one of them was infused knowledge, and so we would have had oh, yeah, the true. ability to that's understand true, yeah. this. But because of the fall, that's one of the consequences is we're not able to like that integrity. What was it? Integrity, uh, immor- um, immortality, and infused knowledge. Those are the three eyes I remember. Yeah. Um, and so infused knowledge was one of those things that like Mary had. Infused knowledge. So Fuse knowledge, so um, integrity, integrity, and then immortality. We would have lived forever. Dude, that's insane. Yeah, and so those like that's insane. But God knew the whole time that Adam probably had some Buzz Lightyear shoved up his ass. Adam (laughs) and Eve, you guys messed it up for the rest of us. Hey, Adam and Eve, man, they they were naked without okay, shame, okay. but it's the only Helen, reason why Helen, they had a high Helen. in their ass. That's why. <laughs> Helen, wait, wait. I didn't realize they had Buzz Lightyear. How, how did they mess it up? How did they mess it up? How did they mess it up? <laughs> Talk about it. Come on, Kellen. <laughs> Good heavens. I don't know, man. Adam was feeling a high. He oh, sensed shoot. that he had, but what's Superman's name in real life? Buzz Lightyear? No, no. <laughs> Kent Clark. He probably oh, yeah. had some sort of double-handed Kent Clark shoved up his, an- <laughs> his anus. All right, that's enough. But I don't. Right. Maybe he did. No. You never know. There might have been some sort of material like that. Adam was pissed. I don't or remember something. reading that in Genesis, but uh, <laughs> in the beginning there was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God, and then Adam a little came out of on. order, but yeah, close enough. <laughs> um, uh, but. We'll try not to be blasphemous what, on this what, podcast. What was, yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, somebody asked me a question. What was Adam? Based, Adam, like, Adam, Adam how, did, how did Adam mess it up? <laughs> uh, oh. Well, Adam, first of all, I mean, keep in mind, you know, God knew this was going to happen the whole time. But I think Adam, he was oh, he was overzealous, right? He was prideful, and he there there is there's no. some there's some kind of science be, behind him. Purposely going after a tree that God told him not to. I mean, think no, about what. No, no. How much of a big deal is it anyway? Because look, there's there's a garden, there's trees everywhere with plants, right, and stuff growing off of them or whatever. Why would God say, not this tree? I mean, what, what? I mean, what's the point, right? What's the point of God saying besides the fact that He's testing them? <clears throat> because there's trees everywhere. That was just a tree. What was it? The tree? Well, okay. The they tree said of, the tree of what? Divine knowledge or whatever, right? Whatever that means. I don't know what that means. But so, <clears throat> anyways, like what? Like why did it matter that it was... God could have said like, don't take this turtle and shove something up his ass or throw him in the water or something. I don't know. God could have said like, don't take this animal and throw them okay, into okay. the water. Well, Instead well, he said, don't take from this tree, but there's point. all these other trees around me. You, you use a weird analogy, but it's an important point. Like, okay, why, why did God, the first thing he did is put a prohibition on something. Like, why, why would yeah, he why? just, yeah. because it, it seems arbitrary. Like, this tree in the middle, right? The tree of knowledge of good and evil. Don't eat that of all things. It's like. Why that? Instead yeah, but of something why? Else, right? Why not? Like, it's kind of don't mysterious. throw this something into the water or something. Okay, well, it's the same question. <clears throat> don't okay, bathe so, yourself under the waterfall. I mean, put, it's like, okay, put it in these terms as well, right? Okay, you're you're Abram. 
You've just moved from okay. Ur of the Chaldeans. It's been years and years and years. And uh, you're going to this foreign land. You're getting old. You have no children. Your wife is far past her age fertility, to fertility. Right? No more and of those good old 90. monthly periods. And God says, I'm going to give you a son in your really old age. And God laughs at it. And then he... I'm missing jokes again. But uh, he takes Hagar early and has sex with her and has Ishmael, right? <laughs> Who's an Egyptian. Yeah. Hagar's yep. an Egyptian. Yeah. Yep. And then 13 years later, when Abraham is 100 years old, God says, you're going to have a son. His name's going to be Isaac. And, uh, well, they laugh at him. And then they <laughs> laugh at God, by the way. Abraham and Sarah did. Yeah, they do. Ha <laughs> ha, big that, joke, the, big dude. What are you talking about? The name Isaac. Years old, means my wife, the, the name Isaac means they laugh. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Wait, no way. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, it totally does. It literally means they laugh, right? <laughs> yeah. So God's like, yeah, you guys laughing, right? Yeah. And so, and then they have That's Isaac, cool. and they kick out Ishmael, and they kick out Hagar, mm -hmm. and then God's like, hey, go and kill your son as a sacrifice to me. Oh, jeez. Well, the, the angel comes down and says, okay, you passed the test. Well, here's the thing. I heard this really funny joke. Basically, it's like, um, God asked him to kill his son and it's like he was at the age of like 13, 14 where it's like when they think they know everything and that's when parents are like yeah I'll kill my son don't worry <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one no but, but it's interesting go imagine back, the courage though, going back takes. to your thing on Adam and Eve it's like the whole I did have a point related to it which is basically like why is it arbitrarily that okay so God tells him to kill his son like out of nowhere it's the same thing as um, God telling Adam and Eve like you can't eat of this tree it seems just arbitrary it doesn't well that, that's yeah. that's the point i was trying to well, I put go, a ahead, go ahead uh, on anthony what were you saying sorry no basically it's what we were going off of is like all right the fall of adam and, the, bleh, the fall of adam and eve adam was just standing there when eve was being tempted he wasn't acting like a man to be like exactly, hey yeah. snake get the frick out of here or satan get mm -hmm. the frick out of here mm -hmm. it's like that's like a man's job okay to protect to protect your family to protect your wife Okay, Adam was just standing there, like with twiddling his thumbs, going, "Oh, oh, that's a nice bird up there." That's a solid, nice, ripe tree right there. Hey, Eve, go take it, will ya? Yeah, and then it's like, all right, and then she comes to him with the apple, right? Isn't that how the story goes? Yeah. Wait, so who ate the apple first? It was. It was first. It was. By the way, in in the Hebrew, Adam was next to Eve. Yeah, when the servant was tempting. That's what I'm saying. That's like right next to her. Like he beside her. That's so literally he what would I'm have saying. seen all of this happen. And that's what was where, the, the And that was the problem. Serpent. Adam literally stood stood there yeah. and stood did not by. say nothing. What? Did not say nothing. He that's did right. not yeah. say anything <laughs> when his wife was being tempted. So yeah. that was the biggest problem Satan right came, there. Satan and that's came, when he's like, he should have said, Satan, get the frick out of here. What? Like, do not tempt my wife. In okay, those exact what, words in Hebrew, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Dang straight. Well, Hebrew wasn't there then, but okay. Wait, Honestly, so um, that was the first problem. What? what uh, in what form did Satan come? Was it a snake? A snake. How well, the hell could a snake tempt a human? Okay, but there's also Whoa. actually, that's there's a lot of study behind that because like... Whether or not it was actually a snake, whether it was an actual dragon, there's there's a it, lot behind it. Must it must have been but like, some sort of just being. 
Well, right? yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, there's less on that than it is the fact that, like, humanity was doomed. But then going back to, I think, I forget who was saying this about, like, Abraham and his son. Well, what was cool is, like, you were saying, man, it must have taken so much courage to bring him up there. Well, the thing is, is Abraham actually knew that his son was not going to die. Because um, there, if you read in the Bible, his son, um, like, he, t- he told before he went up there with his son, he told them that they would both be back. Like, if you read, I believe it's in Genesis somewhere. I forget where it's at. But he actually told the servants, he said, wait here, we will both be back. Like he makes, yes. he, he, he says that. And then also the crazy thing is, is that God knew that this all would happen. And he knew that he would like fulfill all of this because, um, like, I, I, I'm sure you guys know what like typology is. And like with that, you know, how like Isaac is like the type for Jesus as well. Um, but Isaac was also not a little boy. It also says in, in the scriptures that he was old enough to hold a bunch of this wood and yes. like the, what this wood for his sacrifice is not just little sticks, how they depict it in like, you know, little kids books and stuff. Like these were actually like big logs that they were putting up there. So both the father and the son knew what was about to happen. Happen. No, and I don't think the son knew exactly what was going on because. But no, the, the son was like willing to go yeah, with the sacrifice. With no, yeah. Yes. Now, now that's the typology. Yeah, of the God typology for God, the son. Yeah. And it was one again that goes back to the joke of it's like, oh yeah, he was during his teenage years, and that's when the father was like, oh yeah, I have no problem with oh, this. I didn't even think yeah, right. God the Father, God the Son, Abraham and Isaac. Well, no, there's so much typology. Like I don't know, Kellen, if you know what typology is, yeah, but like it's relation, like so there, yeah. there's yeah, three ways in reading the Bible. There's the allegorical, which is like yep. obviously yeah, allegorical, the literal and the moral sense. So like the moral sense is like the commandments, for example. It's like the literal sense. It's like this is my body. This is my um, blood. It's like very just straight out there. Mm-hmm. So That's it's just like there's three ways of reading the scripture. Why would Jesus offer his body and blood? Though? Isn't that interesting? Why? Because body and blood, that, though. I mean, think about it. That. Think about it, though. Body and blood. Blood. Well, here's Why? the thing. So Why not offer like your toenail or something? No, here's the thing. So with your body and your blood, that's your entire being, right? Like, if you don't have blood, you don't have life. And if you don't have your body, you also don't have it. That's so true. here's the thing. So Good here's point. the thing. Because I'm actually studying this in a class, Theology of, uh, Theology of Christ right now, where they were like, well, why didn't God just like, he has the ability to snap his fingers and everything be fine or cause some sort of earthquake or, you know, because like the whole flood that, you know, wiped out all of humanity that was corrupt, right? But here's the thing humanity itself and the human being was what was corrupt. So that's why the Lord had to come in a human body so that, and it couldn't just be some normal person. It had to be somebody who could take on the entirety of all the evil and everything for him to be able to die and to be able to like all of that sin. Like I think it's in Romans chapter six somewhere where it talks about like, if you die with Christ, you also rise with him, you know? And so that's why like Jesus had to come in that form of a human because it was the human body that was corrupt. And so that's why he sacrifices his body and his blood, because that's like, that's the form of life. That's the form of us, you know? So did the incarnation cause Jesus to kind of, well, the I think the obvious answer is no, but I'm trying to elaborate. I'm trying to understand no, because did the, the did the incarnation cause God to become less have a sen- less sense of fortitude in his actual godly powers because he is human. Wait, so Wait, say re- that again? Re- re- restate that whole thing. Yeah, restate that. So, the incarnation, God becoming man, mm-hmm. Jesus coming down and becoming a human, did that take away, to some extent, his like godly powers? Because he gave in to 
giving himself, and he and he died for us. Like, well, no, he because did not, he did not give in to anything. Well, no, yeah. no, 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 no. So, Given was the wrong word. I mean, he yeah. he didn't give in to anything, but he um he he showed he, us. He, he, he okay, yeah, I guess he Saint, like you Saint said Paul he showed us. He showed us what like. So he says. Um, but did it? Give so God, uh, Christ emptied himself and taking the form of a uh, of a slave became man, and offered himself as a ransom for many. So. There's this idea that he emptied himself by becoming man because it's like it's so far lesser. I mean, like Jesus had to pee, you know, and he yeah. got okay. frustrated and angry. Some, you know, his passions were actually perfectly united in him. But like, I mean, he was human in all the ways that are human. Obviously, that is far lesser than the divine. But it, it was the the perfect. It's called the hypostatic union, the hypostatic union of God and man in the person of Christ. Yes, and it was a true emptying of himself. And further in the passion, I mean, just right. He says to Pilate at one point, right? Like Pilate's like, uh, "Oh, so you are a king?" And he says, "You know, you would have no power unless it was granted to you from above." And uh, you know, uh, I can basically I can call on my an- do you not think that I can call on my angels and. 12 legions were come out of nowhere, you know, and, and appear, yeah, right? Dang. It's like Christ in his passion, like set aside his divine omnipotence in a way. He still possessed it, but in order to, um, yeah, to empty himself, to, to, to offer himself a sacrifice for sins. Yeah, so totally. Mm-hmm. You're crazy. totally right in that, yeah. Because, and part of the reason, uh, so the fathers have this in theirs is... Uh, in their commentaries, that the reason why Lucifer fell was uh, was because he was given a vision of salvation history, and he saw that the Savior was going to be God was going to be born of a woman, Mary, and was going to become man. And because of that uh, divine revelation, uh, Satan said, "I'm not going to serve." Because it's so unbefitting of God. And he also said, and, and God commanded all the angels to participate in this plan of salvation. And that's the reason why Satan said non-servium. Right. Why have angels in the first place? To command all the movements of the world. Like, you know, there, why couldn't God there's do another, that on his own? Like, there's, a re, there's some weird thing with our modern, like, basically science plays the role that, like, angels and spirits have played for the ancients. But it, it really is just angels and spirits. Like, when people say, uh, why, like, how does gravity work? Right? Like, how would you explain gravity? Oh, things attract each other. Negative 9.8 whatever squared. I can class and it's yeah. going to go down. Okay, so you can provide a description mathematically of it. Yes. But that still doesn't explain why. Yeah. So the why is angels. And I firmly believe that. That God basically sets forth an order in the universe and then assigns angelic beings to operate under certain principles. So the movement of the stars, the movements of the planets, the movements of things. Just because they're knowable and quantifiable doesn't explain why they happen. Yeah. And the story of the ancients was... Well, that's angelic spirits, right? It's the spirits that move things. So everything is is inspirated, you could say, so, within spirits. And so that's the principle of the Holy Spirit is when people are living in the spirit, they're moving according to the promptings of God, right? Just like as the sun and the moon and the stars move according to the, move, the movements of angels, so too when you live in the spirit, you're moving according to the promptings of God. So, like we've missed this terminology and we think it's very esoteric and and uh, ancient isn't there a class at francis called angelology 
Dude, I wish. Oh, I got to. I wish I could have taken that class. Yeah, I, I'm hoping to. Um, that in Mariology. So, Alex, can you name the nine choirs of angels? There's nine, right? Seraphim, cherubim, thrones, dominions, principalities, uh, powers, 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 archangels, archangels, angels. Angels. Did I miss one? Guardian angels. Say, say all nine again. Go ahead. Cherubim, seraphim, cherubim, thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, powers, archangels, archangels, angels. Angels and guardian angels, I believe. Okay, right? I think I missed one, but I'm pretty sure the angels are. That's crazy. Well, I wish I knew more wait, about wait, wait, the wait, angels. So, so, so the idea, the idea is that they're put over more they're guardianship guard. of okay. creation, right? Okay, so so the highest, the seraphim, do nothing but worship God. They're they're the seraphim are the burning ones. So they're literally like on. They're just on fire all the time. Crazy. And the cherubs are. So their only their only job is just. The constant adoration of God. What about cherubim? Uh, pretty. So the cherubim are like the choir for the divine worship, and then thrones. So they're like the highest level of judgment in the universe. Um, powers are powers are you know the ones commanding all the stars and stuff. Principalities are, um, I, I don't know, command, commanding the principles of the universe. So well, and then uh, dominion, all this different type of stuff, right? So. The Jewish conception of all these, the the um, Abrahamic conception is, yeah, God, the the understandability of the universe is only it's only understandable through the movements of angelic beings. So God, everything is moving basically the stars, the planets, everything through angels. Yeah, and and I think that's the Christian perspective as well. So here, okay, so the scientist is like that's absurd, right? Well, what, the only thing the scientists can do is describe what's happening, but they can't say why. This provides a theological why. Mm -hmm. Like, why Why does gravity move according to, what is it, 9.81 9 meters per second squared or something like that? 9.8. Like, you can provide a mathematical description, but that's... nine. What is it again? 9.8, stupid. Whatever. Negative 9.8 okay. so, meters per second squared. So you can... But but that definition is just relative to meters and seconds, yeah, yeah. which are also just abstractions. That that also that doesn't provide the why. Like, wh why do things attract each other in this way? Right? We're just getting to more and more accurate descriptions of these things. None of that is a why. Like, why do things attract each other in this way? Well, you have to provide ultimately a theological answer. Like, the the you know oh objective scientist just says, well, that's just how things are. It's like well. Thanks for nothing, right? Like you, you haven't given me any more information than you started with. So, from a theological perspective, if God is creating all the universe, then the angels are the spirits that guide all the movements of the universe. Damn, that's insane. <clears throat> it's that's really crazy. cool. So it's not like everything's just like disembodied, just matter. But, but why angels though? God could do it himself. Why did he create angels in the first place? Uh, hierarchy. Yeah, but so, why does he need a hierarchy? He doesn't. It's, it's participation. Okay. So it's the yes. notion of participation, right? Absolutely. Even in human societies, we have um, hierarchy and participation in, in the hierarchy. And it's the idea that... Um, so, right, Lucifer was meant to be a conduit for grace. Um, what, kind of angel, what kind of angel was he? Could seraphim. You, highest. The highest. Could the you, highest of the seraphim. Actually. Could you imagine this for a second, though? Like, Let's just say Lucifer, like the burning light. Yeah, if he light. didn't say, I will not serve. Can you just imagine for just a second what would what the world would be like if he didn't say that? Well, there would be no sin. There would be, right? we would all be in the Garden of Eden. 
Yeah, we would. Just boom. Mind blown. That's insane. Just because of and, his... And, you know, Angels weren't just given because a second his, chance either. Just because <laughs> of his stubbornness, honestly. A, a, a common question is, like, why don't why didn't Angels have the chance to repent? It was because they had one choice, and that was it. Either you serve God or you don't, which is really cool. And then there's this whole thing called morning and evening knowledge with saints or angels. I don't really know much about that, but there's this talk that I listened to that was talking about all this stuff with angels. I mean, I got to get some sort of like Catholic book on angels and just read it because I'm sure it's just unbelievably packed with content. Yeah. Yeah, let me know if you do because I want to learn more about them too. Think about it, right? Think about this. St. Michael the Archangel is like... We all Catholics think of him as like literally the highest angel, like the ones yeah. that we, the one that we think about. We think like of when him. We as think like, about an angel. We think about Saint Michael the Archangel. We th- he was down low on the spectrum he, with he the was, archangels. Imagine what like the other ones would be. I believe he was the second him. lowest guardian, um, because I believe guardian angel is the lowest technically. It's like he was the second lowest, and it's like we think of him as like the badass kind of thing. It's like he's technically the second lowest. I mean, cherubim and seraphim are the highest level. It's like, wow, we think of him as the badass. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. St. Michael the badass. Yeah, I mean, we the, should consistent, change his name. the consistent story of salvation history is God choosing the lesser. Shame the, the higher, right? Yeah, This is go. Mike shames uh, Anthony in all things, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. Absolutely. That's why I'm glad I never the had lesser. a brother, because I never had to share anything. Dude, honestly, <laughs> brothers, Asshole. Are honestly <laughs> brothers are awesome to have. You, I actually, you're missing out. I think I would have enjoyed having a brother, to be honest. But and it might have helped you man you up a little bit. If you had like two or three <laughs> Getting or four. Sister would have helped you woman up more. Oh, really? Well, not only that. <laughs> like the whole thing with iron um, sharpens iron thing. I mean, it's like when you have brothers, especially when you have brothers that are very close to each other. And it's like, for example, like, I mean, if you do Exodus 90 together, you will become a closerest oh, yeah, brothers. You will. And it's like, I did that with my older brother. And it's like, we are definitely a lot closer because we did that. Now we literally talk about the most random things to each other. It's like that I never would like before starting Exodus. Like I never would have like s- like said things to him. Now yeah. I'm like just blurt those things out to him, like without even thinking about it twice. And he's like, "All right, yeah, it's cool, dude. Good job, Mike." The other one. The other older brother. <laughs> he's the younger brother. Yeah, shut up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, we you actually, about you actually, <laughs> Mike, you and I have got to do Exodus ninety together. <laughs> Nope. I'll, I'll, I'll do Exodus it. 90, but on one condition, I can take warm showers in nope. the morning. <laughs> That's called being weak. You, baby, you are <laughs> weak. Being weak. How about lukewarm showers? Lukewarm, yeah. yeah. Honestly, um, the way our group defined uh, cold showers is you had to be hyperventilating in order to be a cold shower. I'm not even kidding you because when you That's start as stupid. a group. That's not healthy. This is Neither true. are you. Um, <laughs> um, okay, actually, Papa a, John. <laughs> as a group, you actually define what these different things mean. So it's like, all right, cold shower, you have to be hyperventilating. Like, we made it hard freaking core. Like, you had to be hyperventilating with the showers. It's like, I'd no be in there for like five ever. seconds and then jump out. I'd go, or just be stinky all the time. Never shower, just be stinky all the time. Ew, great. What? That actually. Stinky all the time. Never shower, just be stinky. Yeah, no thanks. You can, uh. Yeah, shower is one of those things that it's like, you know what? I can go another day with that. Yeah, no, I just wouldn't shower at that Yeah, well, it turned into. it was. Please shower. I shower pretty bad. I mean, obviously, we were showering every week, but. Every week, yeah. wow. once a week, baby. It's daily shower. Yeah, I mean, a week it's week Wednesday. Again. But when it's that cold, honestly, like you're like, all right, two or three times a week at the max. Like, 
Yeah, it was getting pretty bad. So why we, we had to start showering. <laughs> so so other people had That's to weakness. to participate yeah. in your excess. In, in your yeah, exactly. They, they That's were exactly through your stench. Well, is it there? Is it there? It's a, a lot easier to take well, a shower, a cold shower in the summer than it is the winter. Can you well, imagine you're well, Oh, I take I take cold, cold showers all the time in Florida. That go on a sick because another thing we were actually trying to do was going like a six thirty run every morning. Our group was like, all right, go on that six thirty run. All right, we go on the run. All right, and then you take a cold shower. It's like. There's not something you want to do at six or like no, that's seven miserable. o'clock in the morning. That's miserable. Yeah, that's mental but, toughness at its finest. If exactly, you that. that's what it was, and that's <clears throat> another reason why we did it. That's pretty, it's pretty cool. And I, you don't, I you don't. There's like obviously there's a why behind it. It's like all right, I'm doing this for like I don't know my future vocation, my future spouse. I'm not doing this just for myself to do become better. I don't have to do Exodus ninety anymore. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Excuse no, like, me. Let's say, it's like let's say you did it, Kelly. And you're like all right, I'm doing this for. My future spouse. Um, it's like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna freeze my balls off every morning for my future off. spouse. I'm gonna freeze my balls off. For the Am I worth that? <laughs> because I want to do this for my future spouse. Because I want to grow better as a man. I want to grow like in the masculinity that God wanted me to grow in. So, yeah. <clears throat> Heck yeah! Again. Wait, what? No, <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, so, what have we not covered in this podcast? I know, right? I don't even know. Uh, we started off with the American experiment, and, and now we we're ended on, up like, with Exodus 9. We, we got far in theology, which was nice. Yeah, I love my, that. My I, I, lo- I really love Wheel the... Uh, I mean, I really love the whole angelology thing. I really want to get more into that, because I'm sure there's just infinite amount of information that yeah. you can learn. It's, it's fascinating, too. It's like crazy. We all have a guardian angel. I should call him a guardian angel more. Okay, now I have a question for you. Should yeah. you name your guardian angel? I do. I name mine. What's his name? Jesus. Saint. <laughs> Sorry. Saint Lawrence. Saint Lawrence. Well, isn't that your confirmation saint? Yeah, I just call my guardian angel Lawrence. Because huh. there's no harm. Uh, well, I don't know. There's I've no harm in it. I, I no did harm hear. It. I did hear some. It's your well, guardian I mean, angel. The guardian angel so, does have a name. Yes. Right now, now that's the other thing that, that I was you about don't to say. you don't know at the moment. You will know. I guess you can give him a little nickname. I don't know. Yeah, give him a nickname, Lawrence. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, but he does have a name, Lawrence. What, See, and I've then you die. You ones. die, and you figure out the very end. So, what was your name, Albert? Like, <laughs> I've heard, I've heard different arguments for both sides, and it's one of those things that I'm really not sure where I stand on it. Yeah, same. Um, I mean, I don't see the harm of it, but Saint, no, my guardian angel, Lawrence. Lorenzo. Yo, Lawrence, Lorenzo. I need some help with this Lawrence, test. Lawrence, I need some help with this test. Give me some divine intervention. Wasn't St. Lawrence the one that was on the grill? No, he was the one who was me over, I'm done. I'm done on this side. Yeah, he was the one who pierced the side of Christ. No, no, no. Or am I thinking Longinus. I'm sorry. yeah. Yeah. St. Lawrence is pretty cool. He's like, all right, I'm done on this side. Dude, he's Oh, interesting. No, wait, I thought St. Stephen was One of the deacons of Rome. I thought St. Stephen was the first deacon. St. Stephen was the first martyr. Oh, he got, Wait, no, he got he arrowed to death. I thought he was a deacon. He wasn't. No, I thought he was still <clears> to death. Maybe he was, but St. Lawrence was the first deacon of Rome. I swear he was one of the seven deacons of Rome. Yeah. St. Okay. Stephen was definitely, he was one of the deacons of Jerusalem. Okay, of maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yep. Okay. Correct Mundo. Uh, Edmundo. Edmundo. <laughs> hey, he's in Winter's Shout school, out. by the way. I haven't hey. seen him in hey. ages. Shout out to him. Oh, it's only eight thirty. Okay, sweet. It's only it's only eight thirty. I don't know. We could wrap up earlier. No, nah, we gotta I, keep this going. We gotta keep this going. I'm good. Yeah. Um. So don't shove no anything up your ass, right now, which is unfortunate. But sports? Padres there are gonna is... wreck everybody. No, no, no. no. Can, if we uh, speaking of sports, can we please talk about that game? 
Which the last basketball night, game. Which one? Holy oh crap! So Dude. before before oh we go gosh. anywhere, I'll, I'll give the background. So basically, I was told by this girl who works uh, at Franciscan. She works. She's the photographer. She's jealous oh. because the other girl flirts with me. So <clears throat> look, see what you did. America just <laughs> just fell. Uh, so basically, Franciscan, we play. We're we're like one and four, so we're not very good anyway. Well, we are we are getting better because last night was amazing. Um, this girl told me that Saint Vincent isn't really that Catholic. Is that true? Do you know that, Alex? Saint Vincent. <clears throat> were were they playing Saint Vincent? The school, yeah. Wait, wait. Saint Vincent is pretty good at basketball, aren't they? Uh, they're not bad. Oh, okay. But I was told that they weren't that Catholic. She said they were like Catholic in name, but. Did you know that? I mean, I mean you've been to their, like, you've been like to their France, campus, right? Not like Franciscan Catholic. Not Franciscan Catholic. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole nother I, I'm pretty sure the, the monks there are pretty solid, but... Uh, so, anyway... St. Vincent. Where is that located again? Pittsburgh? <clears throat> it's an hour away, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> It's in La Trobe, I think, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, So, basically, um, we come into the game, and it's close the entire way. We're down at the first half, 38 to 32. It's close the whole way. It goes into overtime. Mm-hmm. goes into overtime. We go on a big run to start the second half, but it goes into overtime. Uh, and that was the video I showed. I just showed you about me screaming yeah. at the very end. So basically, it goes into overtime, and it's 93 to 90, 93. 93 to 93. 93 to 93. 93 to 93. Yep. And uh, basically, they have the ball down on our end. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. They scored to make it 93 to 93. Within we, the we, last inbound, we inbounded the ball. We dry, take it all the way down, and Sean Hickey, one of our guards, he kind of gets doubled up almost, and he almost loses the ball, but he somehow squeezes through. The ball went through the other side, and he found one of our guards streaking into the basket, and he got a layup with no sec, no time left. And we there was he literally, literally like, a tenth of a threw, second left. He literally threw the ball, and it was like <coughs> a tenth of a second left. Or it's like the clock had turned off, but he threw it like just before the clock and ran out. It, and it was and since it was in midair, it still technically counted. Yeah. And then he like he it went in. It was insane. Ninety-five to ninety-three. It was the most amazing. I saw it. I saw it. Helen was literally screaming. I mean, we were all screaming. But yeah. Oh, is this the video I took? Oh, jeez, that's awesome. Yeah, I took that video, and everyone that's was going so awesome. crazy. They broke a table upstairs yeah, in the room. They literally broke a table upstairs. They that's were true. going wild. It was it was such a... That was one of the most amazing games. If we had fans, it would have been even more credible. Oh, we were we were the fans. We were up watching through the window, and we were all, like, stressing out. You know, we weren't even there in the stands or even part of yeah. the game, but we were freaking out. It was awesome, though. Apparently, they only yeah. let other sports teams in to it watch was, the game. It was because the they get most tested every intense week. game, like, I've ever seen. It's like... 93 93 it's like 91 90, 91 it was, 91 dude, it was like imagine how i was feeling it I was, was up there, there was so much like, pressure i was up there like oh that's insane we'll be calling the baseball games you know i hope yeah please give me I, I'm, I'm trying like, I'm, work your hardest i would I'm love trying. to call those i'm games. trying are you gonna be around here next year probably yeah okay good well, we're talking baseball. It's this semester. Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying because with COVID and everything, they're not. I don't know if they're allowing announcing. But if you're on here next year, not I, allowing no, announcing. No, well, uh, they're okay. live streaming the games, right? They are live streaming. Give me in there, baby. Okay, I'll try, but definitely next year. I'm not saying that it's not going to happen this year, but next it's year. It's a beautiful day here at the Franciscan Vaccaro Field. Why the Vaccaro hell is it named Field? That? <laughs> it's an Italian last name. 
Um, we, we would have a good time. We would do. That'd be really entertaining. I'd, I'd come and watch. You would must tune in. Kel and Alex show turn two. The baseball games. Mike Patty. Heck yeah, Mike Patty. You're yeah. our official. Do, you, what you do is you do a seventh inning stretch chicken dance. Oh yeah, do the chicken da, dance. Da, 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 Go f that team. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think on. I think on that note, I think we've hit pretty much all the topics. We're gonna round this podcast off. What? Uh, that April. early? Think I don't know what else we can talk. About. We've I know we've hit it all. So. Dude, we could literally no. keep going. This could literally end for another. This hey, could go for another. It could. Eaten it could. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on that. Uh, what, what didn't we talk about? American Republic. Uh, we talked about shoving uh, things up your ass. Up your ass. Uh, we talked oh, about theology. Talk, we talked about repentance. A thoroughly Catholic repentance. A thoroughly Catholic, uh, Catholic podcast. In and, sports. Um, in sports. Yeah. Absolutely. We, we've been away for two weeks. Hopefully, we'll be having uh, Dr. Plato on the podcast pretty soon. Uh, Dr. McNamara as well. Oh, they both yeah. agreed to come on. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to set up video coming up. we got to get the debate. Let's do yeah, it. Give, I'll bring and, the equipment. Um, yeah, so. Dope. Hell and Alex show. I'm down. Hell yeah. I'd really Alex like to do show. live shows again. That'd be really nice. Yeah, I got you. I got the equipment, man. Just hit me up. We can do it. I'm down. Hey, I want to be Re- Revisit those good old days. Dude. Come on down. Just gotta come on down again. Just come on down. Bring your girl down here. Stupid? Why don't you bring her down? Fine, I'll bring her down. What do you think she's shy to come down here? I never said that. You didn't she tell worked. her that Stumville was a dump, did you? No, Stumville's no. not a dump. It's it is not a dump. It's a dump. It is like it's better than California. Stumville is yeah, right. It's Stubenville's better than California. Stumville's the ugliest town I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I mean, yeah. no. It, There's some you've beautiful parts about it. You've never been, been to Detroit. Detroit. That's you've true. not been to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> that takes a cake. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Uh, let's go wrap it up for us, Kellen and Alex. Show. Thank you all for listening. Peace out. If there's a Christian religion. And it's Catholicism or nothing. What politics actually is, art of people living together, orienting one another towards virtue. And the person was like, dude, flirting is the abortion of love. This is the most worthy, most exciting, most adventurous. Drop a nuke uh, on the Franciscan bubble. The Kellen and Alex Show. Theology. God could have stopped it if he Permissive wanted. will. That's right. <laughs> I don't know why God would allow something like that to go through, but then again, God allows. God allows you to go to... on and on. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Truth. Okay. <laughs>